Hello, welcome to I Totally Get That. I'm your host, Nat, and I'm so glad that you're listening today. I have really been wanting to start this podcast for a long time, but I don't know. I got in my head about it. I was starting to second guess myself and whether or not this content was worth sharing with the world. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Please follow, subscribe to my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave me a nice rating and I will absolutely love you forever. Thank you so much. Um, it probably seems like this was a new year's resolution because I launched this podcast at the beginning of the year, but I actually intended to launch this last year in August, but some things fell through and I wasn't able to, I was working with an artist to hopefully help me with some art, but I think she had some personal things come up, so I was waiting, and it just didn't work out the way I had hoped, so I just moved forward with what I had so far, Um, but yeah, I'm glad that I launched this. I've been wanting to do this for a long time because I really love to talk... (laughs) about things in general. I love to talk about pop culture, um, dating, relationships. Like people, I don't know why, but people always seem to be very drawn to talking with me about these things. So I figured this would be a really fun way for me to engage, hopefully a bigger audience over time. Um, (laughs) I'd be happy if I had like five listeners to this episode. But yeah, I'm hoping this could be a consistent thing, not just something that, you know, I post for the first month of January and then things go dark (laughs) for like the next year. Like, I really want this to be a consistent, ongoing thing. Um, And hopefully the content can evolve over time based off of, you know, what my listeners want, what you guys are interested in hearing. I'm totally open to suggestions um if you have questions please email i totally get that podcast at gmail.com and i will make sure that hopefully um we can consider your inquiry and talk about whatever it is that um you have a question about or comment about speaking of new year's resolutions I honestly am not the biggest fan of them. They just don't make sense to me. And maybe I'm weird for thinking that. But I just feel like if you have a goal or something that you want to accomplish, why not actually start to work towards that the moment you realize you need to make a change? Why do we wait until the beginning of January? I just don't get it. Uh, I feel like it's a way to procrastinate. A lot of people are procrastinators, including myself. I am someone who just works very well under pressure, which is a blessing and a curse. I always wonder if this is just an American thing or is this something that goes across multiple cultures? Like, do other cultures um, do New Year's resolutions or is that just an American thing? I'm very, very curious. If you have the answer, please let me know. Email me. (laughs) I totally get that podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Um... But yeah, I've, when I recognized that I needed to make some different, you know, life changes, I 
try to start doing that then and there, you know, like I've started to have some health issues. And so I've been going to a doctor and just doing the things that I need to do to address um, my health concerns because it's like, why would I wait to get in shape or why would I wait to like change my eating habits if I could just do that now, you know, why let things build up like enough with the tomfoolery. We need to just, you know, get into the zone and just really try to commit ourselves to achieving these goals and accomplishments that cross our mind or we really want to do. You know, if you want to read 60 books within a year, why not just start the moment you realize it? Like you can start in August and then end the next August, you know, I don't know. Maybe people's minds don't work that way, but I kind of wish that was a thing because New Year's resolutions never last. I feel like people always maybe last the first couple months. That might even be a little bit generous. And then they just fall off. Um, But I, like I said, I've been really trying to invest in my mental health and my physical health um, because I avoid my physical health a lot or checking in on that just because I always get so scared about what might be wrong with me. (laughs) Like, I don't want to find out that I have a disease or I have something that, um, like, you know, a chronic illness that's going to be really hard to treat. Um, which makes no sense because it's like, well, isn't it better for you to find out so that you can take preventative measures to like help you out with that? I don't know. My brain just goes in crazy places, but I've been trying to be better about it. And I met with a dietitian recently, which was really cool. Um, I feel like I always tell myself I know what I'm doing when I'm when I um, eat, but really, I don't know. Sometimes I just <laughs> I take these detours, and I'm like, girlfriend, you need to get it together. So I met with a dietitian to help me get back on track. And it was really great. Um, It was a reminder that there are really, really great health professionals out there. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of diligence and research to find those people. Um, I actually started using ZocDoc to help me find my dietitian and um, one of my new doctors as well. And it was really great. Like, I have a black dietitian. She's also, I think, very close in age to me. Um, And it was so awesome because I felt like I didn't have to code switch or I felt like she was just more in tune with things that, um, you know, um, black women might experience in regards to health. And so she was able to make very um, specific suggestions for me, which was really awesome. Like I learned that we lack a lot of vitamin D, um, I guess, black people in general. And so sometimes we have to supplement, have some type of supplement um, in order to um, fulfill, fill that need, which is really interesting. I didn't know that, but it was really cool. Um, It was kind of funny because (laughs) She was asking me like, oh, okay, can you walk me through what is it that you ate yesterday? And I felt like a deer in headlights. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I did an hour ago, Um, let alone (laughs) what I ate yesterday. I felt so embarrassed. I was like, this lady probably thinks I'm, I don't know, so weird because I can't remember. Um, 
But yeah, I've been trying to be a lot better about this um, because my health is something that I'm really trying to prioritize. Uh, I've gained a ton of weight over the past two years, and it has been such a battle for me. And I don't know if I've ever felt this insecure about my body. Like I've all since I could remember, honestly, I think like my earliest memory of feeling insecure was in second grade, which is wild. Like that is crazy. And I hate that because I'm sure there's so many other people who can remember when they started feeling insecure about their body. And it'll probably be a very young age, very formative years not a psychologist, but that's just my assumption, you know, because a lot of us, we are living so many similar experiences and we don't even realize it. Um, and if anything that should bring, that brings me comfort because it makes me remember that I'm not alone in these struggles, but yeah, I've been struggling a lot with my weight, uh, because I've never been at this weight before and we're trying to figure out what it is that's influencing influencing this and so I have had to learn how to affirm myself a lot more because I really suck at doing that um but I've been trying to remind myself to give myself grace um and to appreciate my body for what it is now because it's not going to change overnight it's going to have to be a gradual change Um, with a lot of, you know, consistency and intention with the changes that I'm choosing to make and the habits that I'm hopefully trying to build over time. Um, But I'm someone who really loves fashion. I love dressing nice. I really take a lot of pride in being the best dressed person or at least one of the best dressed people in a room. And the fact that I've gained weight means that a lot of the things that I have don't fit anymore or they just don't feel as comfortable for where my body's at right now. And so I've had to, um, you know, get some new, get some new attire that I feel confident in. But one thing that I think could be helpful for a lot of people, um, that I've been doing is making sure that I buy clothes that actually fit my body, Buying clothes that compliment you and make you feel confident is so important and it makes a huge difference because if you're anything like me, I think starting in high school is when I really noticed that I did this, but I always have that pair of jeans in my closet or that top or that dress, whatever it is, that is like the goal, the goal pair of jeans, like I'm like, if I can lose 10 pounds or if I can tone my body just enough, these pants are going to fit well. So I'm going to do everything I can to fit into into these jeans eventually. But if anything, they end up just collecting dust. (laughs) And then I end up seeing them every time I open up my closet and it just makes me feel insecure all over again. So instead of doing that, I'm really trying to make sure that I buy things that are flattering to my body. You know, like if I don't feel comfortable wearing, I don't know, the color red, then don't buy it. Buy something that's going to make you feel beautiful. It's going to make you feel um, confident and empowered because you deserve to to feel that way, you know? Um, but I've been... 
I've been trying to do this a lot more and it's made a really big difference um, in full transparency. Uh, the fact that I've gained so much weight has given me a, or it's caused a lot of anxiety, especially when it comes to hanging out with friends. I get so nervous to meet up with friends that I haven't seen in a while because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to notice that um, my face is a little bit more round than the last time they saw me, or they're going to notice that my arms look a little bit uh, wider than the last time we met up. But really, it's like, if anything, they're probably not going to notice. Um, they're probably going to be more in their head about something that they're insecure about about themselves instead of looking at me. You know, chances are most of the time people are not paying attention to whatever insecurity it is that you're feeling worried about in that moment. And thinking that way has helped me to um, take a step back and calm myself down and remember that the world does not revolve around me <laughs> and that um, it's okay. People are like, if people do have those thoughts or they do notice something different about me, if they're a great friend, they're not just going to drop me because I gained some pounds. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be great people. And chances are people are not going to say anything unless something's like drastically looks drastically wrong, you know? Um, but yeah, this is something that I, I um, have tra tried to be a lot better at doing, um, affirming myself and showing myself grace. I always see examples of how to um, build your self-confidence up by like writing sticky notes and about things you love about yourself and putting them on a mirror. But I'm sorry, if that works for you, like that's really great. And I'm really happy that works for you, but it doesn't work for me. I just, it's too cheesy for me. I don't know why. I wish I wasn't that way, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work um, for me. So I have to be a little bit more creative or just, I have to do different things to feel good, you know? And sometimes that might not be close. Sometimes for me, that is getting a manicure, getting a pedicure, or um, finding a new moisturizer. <laughs> I have really gotten into skincare recently. Um, and honestly, when your skin is glowing, like sometimes you just feel unstoppable because glowing skin is just, now that is something people notice. Um, <laughs> but I, I've really been trying to be intentional about doing those things. I think another thing that also has helped a lot with dealing with anxiety about my body image has been going to therapy. Therapy is so helpful. Uh, I am definitely an advocate for this, especially if, you know, you have insurance or you have the means to afford this resource um, because it can make such a difference in your life. People go to therapy for so many different reasons. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me that it's really done is helped me with coping skills and honestly has helped me to see myself and see other people in, in a totally unique and different way, um, especially with body image. You know, like um, I've been learning how to accept my body for what it is now. Like 
my body is where it's at right now. It's not going to change overnight, but we're making steps to hopefully change um, whatever it is that I don't like about myself or, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully building healthier habits to um, get to the point I want to be at. But right now, just focus on appreciating me for me right now and appreciating things that I already love about myself. You know, like I love my eyebrows. I think my eyebrows are absolutely amazing. I take a lot of pride in them. So I'm going to make sure that they always look phenomenal. Um, Or makeup. Like I am a very artistic person. I really love makeup because it's fun. I feel like it's such a great way to express uh, my creativity. I love fun colors. I love glitter. I'm that person who will probably wear a glitter eyeshadow to the office. I don't care if that's not appropriate. It makes me feel cute. So I'm going to do it. You know, like there's little things like that, that have, that really make, um, can make you feel so much confidence. It's just, it's just like such a boost and it feels refreshing. But I'm also curious to know, what is it that you do to make yourself feel a lot better? Like, do you write in your journal? Do you take a walk? Um, Do you do some things that I mentioned? Like, I would love to know. So please write into the pod um, and share whatever routine it is that you do. um, Because I'd love to share with listeners as well. um, Because I'm sure you have some great tips. I don't know why, but it feels a lot easier to talk about mental health and taking care of yourself and like your well-being in that aspect to people that are my age because I feel like a lot of older people don't find much value in doing that or it seems taboo for example like even I would say even my mom um like going to therapy like her perspective is like people only go if something like really 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 tragic or traumatic or they have some chronic uh, mental illness they need to they need help with and that those are the only reasons you should go to therapy because in our culture it's like you don't tell people your business your business is your business alone or your family's business like you should not be airing your dirty laundry out um when really like that's not the healthiest thing to do because sometimes that can lead to very poor coping mechanisms and just um yeah, just does not help you in the long run. Something I really want to get better at is advocating for myself in the workplace because I am such an overachiever and I'm sure other people can relate to this. And sometimes I prioritize work way too much over my own well-being and I get scared to take time off. And I don't know. I don't know why I do that. Cause if anything, the way I think about it, like I always see, see these conversations on Twitter. It's like a corporation will not think twice about dropping you. Like if they need to do a layoff, they're going to do it. They're not going to say, Oh, well, Natalie's really nice. Or she's, she dresses really well. We can't lay her off. Like, no, they're going to drop me, you know? Um, so why not take advantage of the time that you deserve the time that, you know, you are given by law um, to have, or I think it's by law. I don't know. Maybe it depends on where you work, (laughs) but 
you, you, we need to start taking care of ourselves a lot better. I think some people are really good at prioritizing their mental health, um, and having really good boundaries, like a work-life balance. But a lot of people I know, especially people who are younger and really trying to make their way up, um, the corporate ladder, uh, we're workaholics because we're trying to, we try our best to stack, to stand out. And I don't know why, but like, at least at the company I work at, sometimes I feel like it's almost like a survival of the fittest mentality, which is so toxic. It's like, you know, uh, you should not take time off. Like you shouldn't have time to take off. Like you should be too busy and overwhelmed to be able to even do that, you know? And it's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that sounds psychotic. Um, (laughs) um, so I really am trying to be better about doing that. I don't know why it's so scary, but one thing I think that's helped me a little bit so far is if you have, let's say you work for a corporation or nonprofit, whatever, if there's a system where you have to like submit a time card or like track your hours in some way or or wait like a process to request time off, Use that instead of telling your boss directly. Okay, that sounds weird. But like, for example, I struggle with telling my boss in person that I'm going to take time off. For some reason, I start to crumble and <laughs> I'm not able to to ask or tell them like, okay, like just letting you know next month, I will be out for the week of, you know, January 24th through the 28th um for some reason I just I get so nervous and I'm like oh my gosh she's gonna say no or I shouldn't be doing this or blah 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 so instead one thing my therapist recommended was to make sure I enter it into the system um to request the time off and then like send an email instead and tell them you know I'm planning to take this time or if you have to ask if that's the type of dynamic you have like ask to request that time off um so then you have like a paper trail um and you're also you know abiding by whatever procedures or logistical things that your company might require and you don't have to do it in person (laughs) That has helped a lot. So then like by the time she's our, like my boss has seen the request, it's a lot easier to talk about it in person or be like, oh yeah. She'll be like, oh yeah, you're taking time off this week, right? I'm like, oh yeah, 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 I am. I don't know. That sounds like the most simple thing, but it has made such a difference for me because yeah, I get, I get so nervous to do that, but I want to be better about doing that this year. I'm not sure what type of vacation I want to do, but I kind of want to travel somewhere or maybe do a staycation. I don't know, but I, you know, I deserve to do this. Now that I have disposable income, (laughs) I want to prioritize taking time off and going somewhere fun because typically I'll just like relax, you know, I'll sleep in, go to a coffee shop, catch up on some TV shows, do some baking or draw, like things that bring me a lot of joy. But now I'm like, ooh, I want to I want to go somewhere. Um but hopefully I can stick to this goal because I think this will help me in the long run because I always think about it this way. 
you cannot give 100% to something if you're not filling up your own cup. If you don't fill 100%, how are you supposed to give 100%? That is something that I will time and time again be continue to tell people. <laughs> Eventually, I'll learn how to tell that to my, to my uh, superiors at work. <laughs> but I think it's so true. Like, when you're feeling burnt out, the solution is not to keep chugging along. The solution should be to take a time to pause re-energize, figure out, you know, what's going to get you inspired and a little bit more motivated, take a break, and then it'll be easier to get back into the flow of things because you'll feel refreshed and you won't feel so burnt out. I know some people who think that getting through burnout means just working harder when really it's like, that makes no sense. If you're, if you're burnt out, how do you keep working harder? You're going to like, slow down and I think of it as like running a race like at the beginning it's a little bit easier to like power through because you have so much energy but by the time you're at the end it's hard to go it's hard to have a full finish in a full sprint because you're already out of breath at least for me I'm not a trained runner (laughs) so maybe trained runners have a better technique and pace themselves but like for the average person I feel like you probably know what I'm saying um But yeah, I think prioritizing a work-life balance, prioritizing your mental health and your well-being is such an important thing. If you made it this far in the episode, one, I appreciate you. And two, I was not expecting it to take this turn. I I was not supposed to be on my soapbox today telling people how to live, (laughs) but hopefully some of the tips I shared or the things that I've been doing were a little bit helpful or um, made you feel seen or made you um, think of someone who might be struggling with some of the things that I might have mentioned. I really am trying my best to spread the knowledge of any little way that I can help others because it's tough out here, (laughs) y'all. There is so much tomfoolery going out, going, uh, going on in the world that like, I am so all about trying to uplift others and trying to like share whatever resources or knowledge that I have, um, to help, to help us get through each day because God help us all. Am I right? Um, But if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to consider diving into addressing your mental health or figuring out um, how to find a doctor, whatever that may be, some resources I really recommend, um, ZocDoc, it's so great. I actually learned about it through another podcast, LOL, because who actually listens to ads? Me, I guess. And this is not an ad because <laughs> I have probably have like two listeners, so I don't have ads. But ZocDoc has really helped me. Um, it's been a way that I can find um, specialty doctors. And if you have insurance, you can link your insurance and let them know um, um, 
you know, what type of plan you have, and then it'll show you different doctors in your network, how far they are. It also includes a headshot of the doctor. So if you're like me and you really like to have a doctor that you can identify with, check it out. Um, it's really awesome. And it's really if you're helpful looking to for help therapist, you make decisions. Um, I would recommend looking at inclusivetherapists.com. That is such an amazing resource. Um, I haven't been able to find something else that's better than that because you can really filter it down to something super specific that maybe you're trying to work through or maybe a specific um, uh, like therapy method that you want to try. You'll probably be able to find somebody in your network through that website. So check it out, inclusivetherapist.com. I'm really hoping that this podcast can become very interactive. I really would love um, to help you all out, whether that's uh, well-being, mental health, dating, relationships, talking about pop culture. I've been thinking about doing um, (laughs) Bachelor recaps. I love watching The Bachelor um, or shows like Love is Blind on Netflix. I love reality dating shows. I've been thinking about doing that. So if that's something you're interested in, um, I would love to know. Maybe I'll add a poll. If you if you're listening on Spotify, I'll add a poll um, under this episode, and you can let me know what your thoughts are. If there's a question that you want to submit, um, maybe you're stuck in a situation chip. Maybe um, you're not really sure how to put yourself out there. Um, anything. It could be anything under the sun about dating, relationships, lifestyle, whatever that may be. Email. I totally get that podcast at gmail.com and I will address your question in an upcoming episode. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I love to ramble and I appreciate you for spending, spending this time of your day with me. Um, and I'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye.